everybody be cool. You be cool. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Is this a dream? Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. I thought not. The word they'd be wrong. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to the BBFC podcast. I'm Lucy Brett. Today we're joined by Marianne Grant of the MPA to discuss her work with the film industry and wider creative industries in the UK and the USA. Hi, Marianne. Hello, I'm very pleased to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here too. Um, I thought we should start with a bit of clarity just because a lot of our regular listeners to the podcast tune in and are often thinking about the nitty-gritty area of age ratings and obviously the MPAA is an enormous, um, enormously famous organisation in that area. But you've come here from the MPA today they're connected but they're not exactly the same so I wondered if you could give us some clarity on that. Absolutely so um, MPAA is sort of the parent it's the Motion Picture Association of America Um, we are the trade the trade association for um, the six big studios um, which is Disney and Fox, um, NBC Universal, Paramount, Sony and Warner Brothers. Um, So we actually represent them um, in advocacy roles around the world. Um, We also do a lot of content protection work where we're really helping our members to protect their content um, in physical form, you know, DVD and so on, but also more and more online. One of our roles um, is the Classification and Ratings Agency, uh, which is actually a separate organization that kind of sits inside uh, the MPAA, and that is the organization that actually does the ratings in the States. Now, MPA is Motion Picture Association, and that is our um, sort of global name. That makes so much more sense now. That's great. Um, But you are here working on a campaign and I wondered if you could tell me a bit about that and how it works. Yes, so so, uh, my role at the MPA is to um, work with internet service providers, you know, the BTs and Skies of the world or Verizons and AT&Ts in in the United States, to to work very closely with them um, and ask them to help us to fight piracy um, online. Because a lot of, obviously, piracy online is going on on a network which is owned or managed by, um, by an internet service provider. So, so the, the campaign, um, Get It Right from a Genuine Site, is an initiative aiming to educate consumers about copyright and intellectual property and that kind of thing. But really, the biggest thing that we're trying to do is to explain to people that there are many, many legal places where they can get their content online. And if they go there, then they're supporting the creators and the artists and all the various people who work um, on, on you know, to produce and, and, and um, show and distribute and, and make that content um, in the first place. Um, but obviously the internet service providers are very key as, as partners in that program, in that education program, because they, they can speak directly to their subscribers about, about that issue. So one of the most important things to do is to show people in some ways how easy it is to access content online that is legitimate. Because I think sometimes there's a sort of fear amongst, say, older consumers about sort of, you know, where to go and what they're doing and what's legitimate and what isn't and perhaps not being able to tell the difference. But this campaign is particularly aimed at young people or some of the work is particularly aimed at younger consumers, I think. And I wondered if you could tell us a bit about the thinking behind that. Yeah, so um, our, our core audience um, is 16 to 24 year olds. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is that that is the age group that consumes an enormous amount of yeah. content. And because they're so so voracious in their appetite for content, we feel it's very important to explain to them even more you know, why it's important for them to get their content from genuine places. Because they, we know they care about the content, we know they care about the artists and the creators and so on behind that content. We feel if they understand more about how getting your content from the right place benefits those people who actually make it in the first place or make it possible in the first place, um, then they will think twice before they go to, um, to an illegal source. We do quite a lot of education and outreach work here 
as well. Um, I had that up. And what I think is very telling, and it seems to me that some of your campaign, including the partners in the UK you're working with, really taps into something I see a lot, which is that many consumers now are producers, whether it's professional or they would like to work in that area professionally, or whether it's sort of at home making their own movies and that sort of thing. And I can see you're trying to tap into that sort of a love for the creativity as well as, you know, rather than going down a sort of punitive route about sort of how bad it, it is, we're looking more at the sort of positives and that's, it seems yes. to me like, you know, working with skill sets and people like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody is a creator today. And um, so you're absolutely right. It's important to remind people of that and to remind pe- people about how they feel themselves about something that they make. Um, being used by somebody else in a way that they didn't actually authorize. So that's part of the of the sort of overall education process. Um, but the other thing, quite honestly, in, in the United Kingdom, you know, there are more than two million people whose jobs are associated with or actually in the creative industries. That's a lot. Um, and it's, you know, 10 million pounds an hour being generated to the UK economy. And people always think about, you know, the, the big film star or the big football player or whomever yeah, and say, course. what does it matter if I, if I do something? It's not going to hurt that person. No, it isn't going to hurt that person. Person, but it's actually going to hurt the people behind that person, the person yeah. who actually mows the grass on the football pitch, or the person who is, um, you know, selling the sandwiches for the, you know, for the film set. Th- those are the people whose jobs we also need to care about. And a lot of the jobs are jobs that young people today want to go into. Yes. So another part of this education process and the reason to work with creative skill set and, and creative and cultural skills and a, a range of other organisations is to really expose what some of those jobs are. Um, so that people go, oh my gosh, first of all, I had no idea. And secondly, I'd love to do that and get people interested in going into an industry. And again, if people are interested in working in it, they're going to be more likely to want to to uh, take care of it. Of course. And I mean, that's that's what I find most interesting working with the younger consumers that we work with in our education program is their sort of absolute commitment, if you like, to the sort of creative industries even if they wouldn't necessarily articulate it that way, they feel really connected to it. How, how can people get involved in the campaign? Are you on social media? Are you doing that sort of work? Yes. Um, so, um, you know, get it right, our hashtag and, and Twitter handle. Um, that If you go there, you'll be able to find um, links to our ad um, that has been on television and in, in print and, and other media. Um, you'll be able to find out about some of the... Um, public relations work that we've already been doing. So, for example, um, in at the end of last year, we launched um, the UK's largest street art initiative. And what we're doing is putting up very, very large pieces of street art in a number of cities across the UK. And each piece of art, we started in Birmingham, actually, and uh, we've, we've continued um, from there in Cardiff, and we're going to do some others this year. But each piece of art is representing creators from that city. Oh, so, um, for example, in Birmingham, we had a poet and, and a, um, an actress um, and two musicians, all of whom come from Birmingham, um, and they're surrounded in, in, that piece, in the piece of art by um, you know, skyscape of Birmingham, uh, with you know, with a real um, flair for this is you know this is what Birmingham is about. It's a creative hub, you know. And so we feel that if people who live in that city realise this is my city, these are my people, again they're going to care more. And then we can also show sort of a joined up story that the UK is such an amazingly creative place, and there are so many different people doing so many different things in different parts of the industry. And again, people will care more. So. Um, um, all of that information you can find by going to, you know, going to our uh, social media, 
um, places and also uh, we have a website. Um, the website is also getitrightfromagenuinesight.org. Um, and at the website, um, in addition to finding more information about the program itself and the street art and the other yeah, initiatives, yeah. Um, we also have a section called Genuine Sites. Now, we're not saying that this is the only place to go to find genuine sites if you want to get your yeah. content, including books and games and magazines, as well as film and, and music and so on. Um, but we are saying that if you go there, you know you're safe. So to your question about you know how do people know, it is difficult sometimes to to uh, tell the difference between a, a bad place and a good place. And as people kind of submit their sites, particularly from sports and other, other groups, is to make sure that what we have on our site, our genuine sites section, are genuine sites. One of the sites that you're promoting is Find Any Film, isn't yes, it? Yes, so Find Any Film actually is a very important um, location yeah. um, for the film industry. Um, but it's it also is a really good example of, of a you know a very nice interactive um tool that you can use to search for things, to identify, you know, the, the things you might be interested in, um, but also to just go there and find out, you know, where where can I see something or where can I buy a ticket or where can I get a DVD. Um, so our, our goal with the Genuine Sight section is to is to do that sort of thing with different kinds of content yeah. over time. Um, but Find Any Film is, um, you know, is central to, um, you know, to my industry's yes. uh, effort um, on that page, because in the UK, um, it's a it's a phenomenal service and, and, and it's, it isn't something that exists everywhere in the world actually so we're very proud of that in the UK and we want to be sure that people know about it and use it. So we've talked about lots of different sorts of creative content that we're looking at and um, I was just curious really um, why would sport be involved? In that, why would you put that there? Yes, it's, it's a good question, and people often ask us. Um, and the reason is because sports is a rights business. Um, you know, sports broadcasting is, um, you know, very, very important in, in the overall life of sport. And and sports broadcasting um, has, you know, has a market and has a price. And people know because they get their sport quite often through through their ISP um, accounts. Um, and what people don't understand, though, is that you know the, the way that that business actually makes its money um, is through the selling of its rights um, for broadcast and, and other sorts of publicity. So you know the, the people that work in, in that part of the industry are just as much part of the creative industry as anybody else, um, and we want people to understand that. So what's next? You've told us a bit about the street art and the campaign as it started now, but what are you doing going forward? Great question. So um, the the overall programme has three components. Uh, One component is the public-facing campaign, Get It Right from a Genuine Site, and all the things that go along with that. Um, The second component, which we've also launched, is our partner programme. And this is where we're really uh, working with partners, both in the industry and around the industry, um, to, again, showcase careers and and so on, um, but also to explain how the industry works better. Um, and, and we're also able to show, I think, a more joined up face to the public about here is the entire industry yeah. that really cares about this, um, you know, for their own reasons in each of their segments, but as a group because of the, of the health of the, of the industry and also the economy of the UK. So that's the second piece. Now, the piece that people haven't seen yet, but which is, which is going to come um, later on this year, um, is the alerts. Component. Okay. And this is where we're working with the ISPs, uh, the internet service providers, um, and where they'll be doing the bulk of their work towards the initiative. So rights holders like the MPA can identify um, files being shared online, so films and music and books and games and those kinds of things. Um, and we can notify the appropriate internet service provider um, when a file is shared, um, and we can... Um, 
We can also associate that with a with the address of a computer. We don't know who who's the computer is. We don't know anything about the person, and we never will know anything right. about the person actually uh, without um, going through the appropriate you know court orders and that okay. kind of thing. Um, but when we when we give that notification to the ISP, um, the ISP has agreed then to notify the subscriber that's associated with the account. So they do the matching to figure out who it, whose account it was, um, and and will send an alert to that subscriber in, in certain circumstances because they might not know that something been shared on their account or might not realise the content wasn't legal or appropriate or yes. whatever. Yes, lots of people don't know it's somebody in their family who's doing it or, or maybe their, their um, network is not secure at home and it's their next door neighbour or somebody you know close to their house or something like that. There's lots of reasons why you might not know. Um, so it's good to find out. Yes, of course. Um, secondly, as you said, maybe you do know but you didn't realise that where you were was um, what, you wished, what you were uh, downloading and sharing um, is um, not a legal copy. Um, of the content. You may not even know it had been shared. People don't understand that with this particular technology, this file sharing technology, um, when you download from, from certain places, you automatically share that file for other people to get it from you. So again, it's an education process. So the purpose of the alerts is to let people know and to educate them a bit about the technology and about you know how this file sharing works. Um, but really, the biggest thing we want to do is to make sure people know there are lots of great places to get their content legally. So point them back to the campaign and point them back to the genuine site section and point them back to the other messages um, of the program. So it's sort of a full circle. Um, you know, So we're talking to the, the wider population. We talk particularly about 16 to 20 four-year-olds, but of course our ads are seen by everybody, yes. um, and genuine sites are useful to everybody. So that's sort of the beginning of the process. And then as we as we get to the alerts component, which is sort of the final piece of the puzzle, um, we're going to be, um, with our ISPs, you know, talking really directly to individual subscribers and, and really closing the circle um, to make sure that they as individuals, you know, understand and, and are looking at the campaign. Thank you so much for joining us, Marianne. That has been really, really fascinating. We're supporting the Get It Right from a Genuine Site campaign and we'll provide a link to the website beneath this podcast and on the links page on our website. Um, for those of you listening, tell us what you think. If you've got anything you want to say, don't forget you can tell us what you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast using the feedback form on the podcast page or by emailing us on podcast at bbfc.co.uk or by tweeting us at bbfc. Thanks again. Okay, I'm very pleased to be here. Thank you.